The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Are you a healthcare professional looking to translate psychedelic research into practice? Then register for Psychedelic Harm Reduction and Integration, a professional training offered by psychologist Elizabeth Nielsen and Ingmar Gorman at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York, May 24th through 26th. Earn 12 continuing education credits as you discover how to better support clients who have an interest in psychedelics. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Practical spirituality. Positive messages. This is UnityOnlineRadio.org. The voice of an awakening world. Healthy Living Intuitively with Dr. Mona Lisa is for educational purposes only and is not intended to provide a physician-patient relationship, give diagnoses, prescribe treatment, or do psychotherapy. Please contact your healthcare provider to obtain treatment. Discover your body's natural ability to heal. Welcome to Healthy Living Intuitively with Dr. Mona Lisa. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Today's show is about the issue of suffering from confidence, body image, and romantic relationship blocks. Have you ever suffered being embarrassed about how you look, how you feel about your appearance? Have you ever been sensitive about someone making a comment about your clothes, your makeup, your hair, your skin, some aspect about your appearance? If you've ever been fixated about the mirror, fixated about people's comments on Facebook, Instagram, and so on, today's your day because we're going to discuss body comments, romantic and love relationship blocks. Today's world, it's very common to see people ever perfecting themselves, doing affirmations, taking selfies, looking in the mirror going to coaches, doing all kinds of stuff to make them look and feel their best. Today's show is going to change your life because it's going to teach you how to use mind, body, and medical intuitive solutions to cultivate more self-love. We're taking your calls, 816-251-3555 within the U.S. and Canada. And remember, unityonlineradio.org is live Live every Wednesday from 4 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Eastern. I really don't know anyone who's not uncomfortable about some aspect of their appearance. People who you think absolutely are drop-dead gorgeous, they're insecure if you get them to talk about it. And they'll say, oh, are you kidding? Look at this cellulite on my ankles. And you're like, where? Let me get a magnifying glass. And so it will be a complete fest if you ever get people to talk about it, you know, over a glass of root beer or something. 
having been focused on health and having had health issues, I'm very conscious about my weight, but that's not why I'm conscious about my weight. Let's just be very clear. I grew up in a weight-conscious culture, and I was a heavy one in the family. I spent my whole life trying to make my backside smaller and my front side smaller, and I just really never got breasts, so I figured, you know what, that was a lost cause. Suffice it to say, then, of course, the 80s and the 90s came in, and all of a sudden, people were getting junk in the trunk, and I went, wait a minute now, I spent all this time, you people are crazy. That was just not right. And now they're getting plastic surgery for some kind of Brazilian rear end, or I don't know what we're doing here. Suffice it to say, then the web and Facebook came on, and people started changing the phrase of um, being mean to things like body shaming and dissing, and I don't even know what the current word is. This morning I woke up, as I always do when I read some spiritual literature, which you think has nothing to do with this, and I don't blame you, but it does. Rabbi Tversky said, um, people get confused with shame and guilt. Guilt's actually, and this is Mona Lisa speaking, not Tversky. Guilt is an important emotion. You're like, no, it's not. I was abused by some church or my parents with guilt. Guilt is an important emotion. It's from area 12 in the brain. It lets us evaluate our behavior and find out if we feel okay about it. Was Could we have done better right then and there? Does that mean we're guilting ourselves? No, what we're doing is we're evaluating the quality of that behavior. And was that our best performance? It was like evaluating your performance. Shame is different. Perhaps you're getting confused with shame. Shame is not an evaluation. Shame is saying not the behavior. It's saying you are not good. You are faulty. That's different. And often enough, guilt inside is a personal evaluation to learn to be better. But not in a damaging, self-flagellating way. That's shaming. That's aggression, beating yourself up. When a person tells you on the web or a person says, you know, you look like "Eh," today, that's not information sharing. That is body shaming or shaming. And that's an aggressive act, meaning they're ag- they're mad about something, okay? I don't know why they woke up with some kind of uh, painful area in their body. All I know is that they're trying to get their anger out on you because anger is dopamine, and dopamine for some people can be like an antidepressant. The other thing is for some people, if they lower your self-esteem by making you feel ashamed, it raises their self-esteem. I'm going to say that again. Shame, by putting you down with anger, saying you don't look good 
your body doesn't look good or whatever, is an aggressive act. It's like beating you up. Because what they're doing is by putting you down, it makes them look higher. I researched a person today named Lizzo. And I was fixated on using her, and I really didn't know why. Because I see a picture of her. We're supposed to work on body and self-confidence. There's a difference between saying my body is healthy um, and I love my body. There's a difference between saying that I love myself just the way I am, period, or I love myself just the way I am and I want to improve my health. That's not shaming. That's improving. But it's not saying you're, you're not lovable the way you are. When someone says, you're fat, they're not saying in a loving way and they're not working to improve. I will give you an example and you, you can tell by the following. I did this to someone once. She was talking about how she went up to someone and completely eviscerated her about her appearance, about her performance on stage, everything. Went up one side of her and down another. And it, I felt it right in my midsection. It felt so bad. And I was like witnessing. I, I couldn't tell you. And she went on and on about how she did this to this woman. And she said, what do you think? And I realized if I didn't agree with her, she would come after me. But I had to do something. And so I said, bravo. And she went, what? I said, I can't believe how you took that person such an interest in improving her. She must have felt so lucky. And because I had heard about this, I heard that she reduced this individual to tears and she ran off to her husband and cried for hours. But I had to throw this woman off. I said, bravo, I can't believe you spent your time to take this woman under your wing to help her feel better about herself, that you actually helped teach her how to look better, how to act better on stage, be like a mentor to her. I'm sure she really appreciated it. You must have felt very fulfilled after doing that. Actually prideful that you actually took part in improving someone's life. And she looked at me like I was absolutely mentally ill because that wasn't what she had in mind. She did it in a vindictive way. For what, I have no idea. It didn't matter. She looked at me and she went, well, and walked away. By doing that, that kind of maneuver makes you bullyproof. Instead of saying, how dare you, or going anger against anger, it's an Aikido move. I don't know if you've ever learned self-defense. Aikido is a kind of, I don't want to say martial arts. It's a kind of way of using the person's energy 
to have them fall on their ass. And by me saying to the individual, inferring or pretending that their motivation was one of amazingly wonderful, it made them embarrassed. And that revealed their own motivation. You don't match anger from anger with a bully. You don't match aggression with aggression. Lizzo was a famous rap artist, but many people don't realize she was a trained flautist. She plays the flute. Classical. She started playing at 10. She actually went to university and learned classical music. We're talking like amazing. And um, many people in the rap, the first people who managed her said, get rid of the flute, but she never did. She's very, very heavy. Now that's confidence. When you're trying to make it into a business, you're so desperate, you usually do what people tell you to do. No. Why is that? She um, grew up in Detroit, so it wasn't like she grew up in New York City, Park Avenue. She moved to Minneapolis, and in, even though she was playing classical flute, she started hip, playing hip-hop music. And she slept out of her car after her father died while she was trying to make it in. So she didn't have money, she didn't have support, and she was heavy. She started getting successful, wrote songs like The Truth Hurts, Good as Hell, not what we'd really call deflective music. And even lent her voice to an animated film called Ugly Dolls. Can you imagine? Body confidence. Everyone loved her. She became an anthem for body confidence. And in fact, in 2014, I think it was 2014, she was interviewed for a Style Like V project where she was interviewed as she took her clothes off and talked about how she loved her body. And part of it wasn't just about her weight, it was about being black. And she said, quote, you can wake up and change many things about your parents, but the inevitability of waking up in your skin is what unifies us all. Which means, I think, I had to read that a couple of times, is you are who you are. You can lose and gain the same pounds over and over again. You can do affirmations to say, I love myself just the way I am. But some people are born crabby. Lucy was born crabby. You can be born neurotic. You can do a little bit with affirmations. You can straighten your hair. But by and large, and you can improve yourself. But in the end, you have to work in partnership with the divine to improve and know when to let it go. That's a hard thing. For someone who spends every moment reading spiritual texts to be a better person, sometimes you just let it go and watch TV to just be a person. 
Sometimes you just eat the Twinkie or the Ben and Jerry's ice cream, but not too much. Because in the end, you wake up in your own skin, and that's what unifies you. The book, The Confidence Culture, shows that all of us, it's forcing us to try to be perfectly imperfect, attractive, well-groomed, carefully groomed. Even when it looks like in a picture people are sitting there in their sweats, they are perfectly in their sweats, looking beautifully feminine, doggedly demystified, caffeinated, motivated, spiritually hyper-organized and vulnerable all at the same time. It puts all of us into a situation where how can we compete? Today on my Facebook Live, I wore a T-shirt that I got from Disney. A lot of people, my colleagues call me and say, don't wear T-shirts on Facebook Lives. It's not professional. I decided to wear something unprofessional today because can it? I am who I am, and sometimes I wear a formula, formal. I wear a suit sometimes. But you know what? Today, I'm not going to wear couture, however you pronounce it, leisure wear, because we're in the middle of COVID. It makes people who are listening to me look at a standard that they can't possibly attain to. The title of this show is Body Confident. Confidence and romantic love. Romantic love isn't just love from a partner. It's love for yourself. It involves mastery. The reason why Rizzo, Lizzo, or Oprah, and all these people who have had weight problems are incredibly successful and don't seem to have critics, what they say, doesn't sink in. It's because they've achieved grounded mastery in multiple areas of their life. Namely, Lizzo studied music for many years and had all kinds of people, masters, tell her, practice it again, practice it again. I had a violin teacher who was a Polish spy who would tell me every Saturday morning, you'll practice, you'll practice, and you will play brilliantly. So you do it again. And that kind of grounded practicing, practicing, and several grounded areas in your life build confidence, just not in your appearance, if you're not a raving beauty, but in other areas. Build up that self-love, and you will have confidence that will spill over to the relationships that matter, not the ones that tell you you're not good enough because your thighs, you know, are not a perfect two. We will go to line two. I'm Dr. Mona Lisa. Betsy, how can I be of help? Is that me, Mona Lisa? That's you, Betsy. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so I'm the, I'm the Betsy that shares your interest and love of Torah and Talmud to begin with. So um, so I, I felt reasonably comfortable with my body as it aged through the age of about 63. Um, when aesthetically just the usual changes that take place began to take place at a, what I saw as a much quicker pace. And um, 
I'm not. I'm no longer comfortable. But Start, keeping starting up when? Starting when? At about age sixty-three. I'm sixty-six, and the physical changes that occurred after the age of sixty-three. I suddenly <laughs> realized, Betsy, you can't. Not going to keep up with these. Okay, listen. I would, listen. Stop yeah. for a second. Keep up. That's a great that's a great question. It covers all sins. You're not going to be keep up with all these changes. So that means either Is that a dog? No, that was you. Uh I just found you for the first time on Facebook okay. Live. No, I so just it heard came up and that was bark. Anyway. Yeah, that was you. <laughs> I was barking on Facebook Live. We're going to leave it alone. Okay. okay. So my okay. my point is is that you said you sort changes and you try to keep up with it. So that yeah. infers either keeping up meant to neutralize it or to reverse it. Don't say anything. That suggests that you might have not have meant it, but that's the way it sounds. So you know, I buy stuff from Whole Foods because it delivers. Mm-hmm. And they say it's organic. They say it's so organic. I hope it is. And what's interesting is you'll get celery or something. You leave it in your refrigerator and you won't get to it. What happens to the celery if you leave it in there? It goes bad. It got soft. It goes soft and it gets funny around the edges. Yes. Does that upset uh, you when that happens? Yes. Because I juice celery every day, actually. <laughs> it does. Oh, my God, she's pain. Listen to me. The point okay. is, you say, I didn't use it up enough, or that's what happens with celery. Uh. Or the refrigerator is too warm, or the conditions are such that it's making it decompose faster. But that's not what you said. You said, I'm not keeping up. So, and, and you're only indicating that it's you alone. That only you alone, you powerful thing, though you mentioned that you're interested in the Torah, which is very interesting. You've got Torah over here, which is spiritual text, and that has to do with God over there, the divine. But then over here, I can't keep up. You alone. When you and I both know that every morning when you wake up, you say a blessing to thank who that you were able to get your soul back, meaning wake up, you're alive. You thank the divine for That's right. returning My your soul to your body, yeah. to opening your orifices, right. meaning you can go to the bathroom, you're not constipated, right? Right. Yep. That you can think and do all this stuff, meaning that your senses are coming to you. And it's a recognition or a form of um, gratefulness, gratitude. That's right. So the idea is in the morning, you're not bringing your memory back. You're not bringing your capacity to move your bowels back. You're not making your legs move with limber. It's you and the divine that help that. So you're not keeping up. It's a relationship. 
I'm not saying that I feel good about this all the time. I'm just doing this for the purposes of the radio show. I am a human being. I am fallible. Do you understand? I am not up here yeah. saying I know all of this. Do you get it? Yeah, only I have a query. So I, Okay. I, when I, I look at your be... life, when I look at your life, I see there's something that wears you down, that weighs on you, that makes you look older. And that is, on the surface, you think you're happy, but there's someone in your life that ain't. And that is accelerating your aging because you're carrying their cortisol for them. And there's more than one person. And it it reverberates in a situation that felt abusive and registers is similar to a family that you had growing up. And it's not just your ex-husband. It's other people that you love, that you're still involved with. Hmm. So you won't see it because you think everything's lovely, lovely, lovely. That's our worry lines. Worry puts is cortisol, and cortisol accelerates aging. You don't see that. The, uh, spirituality is great, but it releases opiates, and opiates are like oxycodone. They can anesthetize you. Yep, yes. So you For have sure. to have someone outside of you who says, hey, listen, put down the Torah for a second. I'm going to tell you that that person is not doing well. I don't care what you say. I look at your head. I see problems. I see problems with focus, attention, sustained attention, distractibility. I look at your neck. I see a change of range of motion in your neck. I can't figure out if that's due to an old injury, overuse. I see capacity for decreased height. I see something different with the height between your neck and your hips. I look at your heart. I look at your left lung, right lung, left breast, right breast. I see lateral curvature in your thoracic spine. I look at your esophagus, stomach, liver, gallbladder, colon, and rectal areas. I see it's harder for you to have regular bowel movements. I wonder if your skin is different and you're responding to that. But that's because of the situation I'm talking about. I look at the joints in your hands, wrists, elbows, shoulders, hips, knees, and ankles. I see changes in serotonin levels because you're carrying someone's distress. You're carrying it empathically. It makes you unhappy. Your pain threshold goes down. It makes you feel achy, tired, and changes your sleep-wakefulness cycle. Can you please tell me your health concerns? We have about a minute before we go to break. Oh, yes. we, have, we have to go uh, to break. Wait a minute, we have to go to break. That's my music, and you know okay. what that means. When we come back, we're going to talk about mind-body, medical intuitive solutions to body confidence, romantic blocks. You're listening to Healthy Living Intuitively. I'm Dr. Mona Lisa. Are you a healthcare professional looking to translate psychedelic research into practice? 
Then register for Psychedelic Harm Reduction and Integration, a professional training offered by psychologist Elizabeth Nielsen and Ingmar Gorman at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York, May 24th through 26th. Earn 12 continuing education credits as you discover how to better support clients who have an interest in psychedelics. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Awaken to the divine within. You're listening to UnityOnlineRadio.org. Welcome back to Healthy Living Intuitively with Dr. Mona Lisa. We're back. Welcome back to Healthy Living Intuitively. Today's show has been dedicated to body confidence, body image, and romantic blocks to your how you relate. We are talking about how we have to have multiple areas to feel good about ourselves. Otherwise, it will affect our health, affect how we love others. We are talking with Betsy. Are you there, Betsy? I'm here. What is your major health yeah. concern? What is your major health concern? Chronic pain. Chronic pain. Okay, uh, I talked to you. About, I my, talked to you about problems change with roller, range of motion in your neck, and achingness with all the muscles in your body. Correct, I talked about how I talked about how that you had changes in serotonin in your body that caused an achiness, and that you were picking up the pain and suffering in the people around you. It was it was increasing your chance of this pain, but also fatigue. You're going to tell me, I know this, that it's it's not your ex-husband. It's somebody else, at least one or two people. Mona Lisa, there, I don't even see people. I, I, I attend synagogue online. I read, you know, study Torah, Talmud, Tell Zohar, me where your kids are. I have no kids. We had no kids. Do you have I'm trying to figure out. Do I have your sisters or do you have sisters or brothers? Yes, and they, uh, yes, okay. I okay, do you get it? Do you understand? Yes, yes. Just because you yes. see, don't see people doesn't mean you're intuitively keyed into somebody because I'm not seeing you right now, and apparently I'm intuitively keyed into you. <laughs> apparently. So the thing is, is you're apparently yes. So the thing is, is that <laughs> you are not, number one, you're not seeing people you love, and the people you love who you're not seeing are troubled. And they 
a reminiscence. They remind you of people you grew up who are troubled, who didn't treat you well. You're going to have to talk to someone. You're going to have to talk to someone who is going to sound annoying like me and reorient your thing, thinking <laughs> kind of like with a large, very strong brace to change how you think to be more flexible because you've gotten yourself into a rut and stayed away from people. Relationships are opiates. They make you feel better about yourself. It will release opiates, give you more confidence because the only thing you have confidence right now is you and you alone. And yes, then when you ask right. somebody, well, that's not apparently not going to work because if you look at seven centers, each one is worth 14%. The only one you have is you and the universe, God, the divine. Where are all the other people? I don't see them. It's like opening up the cabinets in someone's kitchen and they are bare. As a result, your body is starving. And that's the pain. You're on earth. The heavens isn't enough. If it was, you wouldn't be here on earth. Good luck. You take it easy. Vitamins are not going to help you. People are. You need vitamin P. People. We will go to line. You're welcome. We will go to line three. MJ38, I'm Dr. Mona Lisa. How can I be of help? Hi, Dr. Mona Lisa. How are you? Um, I'm good. Uh, so I we, we actually had a private session a couple of weeks ago. Um, don't tell and... me about it because I don't want to remember it. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> no, this is going to be fresh. You understand? Don't say yeah. what I said. Each reading is fresh. <laughs> anyway, how can I be of help? Yes. So, um, and in fact, today's uh, podcast was actually that it's been um, in my mind for the last couple of days. It was it was perfect when, that I, I was able to um, listen to you, to your pre your Facebook live and then the, now this. Um, so, because okay, so I I grew up in Colombia and then I come from a very small family. Both my mom and my dad, very very small. My brother. Also, uh, okay, person. the first thing I, I see, let me, the, do your, let me do your reading. The first thing I yeah. see is you're having trouble having a relationship. I see that there's the last one, there was an upheaval, a breakup, a breakdown, a, something in you snapped. Yeah. Yeah. The, you have to be in control right now because and what you do now is you focus on being very strong and very effective all of your self-confidence is in work and intelligence and having all of your i's dotted and t's crossed yeah (laughs) i watch i'm surprised even admit it i actually watch the crown can you imagine (laughs) (laughs) It used to be I couldn't watch a show that had an English accent because I couldn't understand what the hell they were saying. And now I take reading lessons on Thursdays, and I practice listening to shows in an English accent because it improved my my reading ability. And so I listen to The Crown. 
And the yeah. crown, which is about the queen, the first couple of se- first couple of uh, what do you call them? Seasons. <laughs> she looks really frozen, but her mind is so strong. Yeah. And this last session was Jackie Kennedy came, and everybody could relate to Jackie Kennedy, and they thought she was warm, and she was like a. Uh, but when the, uh, the side of her, the queen looked icy. Mm-hmm. And they said that she wasn't very um, relatable. And that's yeah. what you've done. You've battened down the hatches and you've made yourself look very well, because the queen is behind a fortress. Yeah. And so when Jackie Kennedy left, she went to another party and she told people that the queen's palace looked old fashioned like a fortress. Yeah. Unwarm and uninviting. And that's what you feel like. You feel like you have a Gibraltar wall around you, a protection that says there's a sign at the gate that says, don't go near there. (laughs) Don't go near there (laughs) because you've been hurt. And the problem is you are 42. 38. Oh, you've been 38. I'm looking at the wrong sign. I'm sitting here. She's not 42. 38. And I don't think you've been married yet. Nor do I think you have a baby. Is that correct? No, I am married and I do have a two-year-old. Yeah. Are you with a two-year-old? Yeah, yeah. He's my, but you're no he's longer my... married. You're no longer married. That, that's what's going on right now, yeah. Okay, oh, wait a minute. So you're going through a divorce, a D-I-V-O-R-C-E. Yes. Yeah. Do you want to have another kid? Honestly, I don't think so. Uh, and then because I, it was very hard with the first one, uh, not in terms of pregnancy or anything like that, and my son is super healthy, but just because I come from a very family-oriented background, and uh, I, to be honest, I haven't been able to meet a man that kind of um, agrees with that, with that form of family. Okay. And the first thing I see, the first thing I see is a breakup in a relationship and a disappointment. And now yeah. you have like an emperor or queen where you put the moat up and you don't want to have another relationship. However, I see that on some level, that's mm-hmm. not it for you. And right now, it's like after you've been sick, you don't want to eat. I don't want to mm-hmm. eat anymore. I don't want to eat anymore. But you do. <laughs> I think you do want to have a bigger family. But mm-hmm. you're off of it because you've met the wrong men. I look at your head. I see a pressure in your head area. I can't figure out if it's vascular, hormonal, or what that is. I look at your neck. I look at your thyroid. I look at your heart. I look at your esophagus, stomach, liver, gallbladder, colon, and rectal areas. I look at your left kidney, right kidney, bladder, uterus, left ovary, red ovary, and cervix if you still have them. Hmm. I see something different with your uterine lining. 
I see changes in estrogen, progesterone that affect mood. I look at the joints in your hands, wrists, elbows, shoulders, hips, knees, and ankles. I look at your neck, upper back, lower back, and sacral areas. I see lower back stiffness, achiness. Mm-hmm. I see pressure in your head. I can't figure out if it's vascular, hormonal, or what that is. Can you please tell me your health concerns? That was quick. My health concerns are that I was always um, a skinny girl. Like, not skinny. Um, I was a small girl. And um, for the last 10 years, I've just been putting weight and weight and weight and weight. Um, and it's been really difficult. To... How long have you been married? Uh, 10 years. <laughs> okay, I have no more questions for this witness. You may step down. It's because you're carrying the bulk of responsibility in this relationship. It's the wrong person. Mm-hmm. You will get somebody. You need help picking them. You need to get a matchmaker maker that's in your culture. And listen to them. <laughs> listen to them. They will help you find someone that's a good provider. You will think they're slightly boring and, and not very sensitive. Too bad. You don't need a puppy. You need a father yeah. who's a good provider. And that you will lose the weight. Because you don't look permanently heavy. But your self-esteem was injured in that relationship. Because it made, mm-hmm. it, made it feel like you weren't worthy. Um, if someone loved you, they'd help you. So why aren't they helping you? Well, you must not be lovable was the thing that went through your mind. Mm-hmm. And it started eroding your self-worth and self-esteem. So then you gain weight, and you f- thought, thought you weren't lovable because you were gaining weight. That's, mm-hmm. It was a self-perpetuating cycle. Well, it has nothing to do with it. It's nothing to do with it. Okay. Get a matchmaker. Go okay. cultural on yourself. Sometimes it's just easier. Do you understand? Yeah, I think so. Well, sometimes you don't have to understand. Let's put it this way. You picked them. It didn't work. Try the other way around. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Good good luck. You take it easy. We will go to line. You're welcome. We will go to line four. Rosio, I'm Dr. Mona Lisa. How can I be of help? Oh, hi. Hello, Mona Lisa. Nice Hi, how are you? Hear you? I love the way you say, I think I know where you are. And I think you called me for a reading, didn't you? Yes, <laughs> that I, was I, me. I, I said I'm sitting here. Before I picked up that line, I went, I know who this is. I know what country this is. I know everything about this person. Anyway, yes. how can I be of help? Thank you, Manolisa. I just want to, to listen to you. I don't know if you can make a, a reading for me right now. I can, but you have to ask me a question because it's the radio and I don't have, I can't do like a whole reading on you. So you have to point me in the correct direction. Yes, of course. Um, about the, the subject of the today's program, I want to know why I can't lose weight because I, I had been trying and, and I can't. And so that, that's my health concern right now. And that's, well, that's my question. Um. The first thing I see is, first of all, what you do daily for work, 
used to be fulfilling and used to be make you feel good about yourself. But now it supports other people more than you. And as a result, you keep doing it because what would the other people do? What would the other people do? You think that you have to continue doing it so they can get what they need. And as a result, the medical intuition, you have self-esteem responsibility. And what it is is you are ignoring the fact that you have stagnation, that you're not growing your self-worth and self-esteem. Things have gotten stuck. And when things get stuck, they stagnate and they swell. Um, Kind of like a pond getting stagnant because it's not like a river moving. Okay. Um, what do you do for a living, Rosio? Yes, I'm, I'm a psychologist, and I, I, I do therapy for, for women. That, that's what I do for, for work. How many years have you done it? Well, I, I used to have another kind of, of work, and I quit that, that, that job like three years ago. So I had been doing this like uh, since two years, more or less. How many people do you support? Uh, well, uh, in general, well, in average, I mean, I don't know, like 10, 15 people, then they, they finish a process and I start a new process with a new no, woman. No, 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 no. No. With the money that you earn, uh-huh. how many people do you help? Oh, well. Um, family they, they, members, uh, children. Yes, we, uh, no, I only with my husband. I, I don't have children, so we are only just, with your husband. What does your husband do for a living? Well, he's he's right now like kind of retired. Retired. He he has uh, his own rent for for living, so he he earns uh, money for Rosio. Mm-hmm. You're a psychologist. Yes. How old is your husband? Yes, he's uh, fifty-eight years old. He's 58. How old do you yes. think I am? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Let's too? put it this way. Know. No, I'm 60, almost 61. Okay. This is the point. I work. I work every day. Mm-hmm. I even return calls Saturdays and Sundays. You want to support me? Pay my mortgage? <laughs> mm-hmm. So you'll gain even more weight. This is the way it works. You want to know how it works? I'll tell you how it works. Let's just say I weighed 100 pounds, okay? Mm-hmm. So if you supported me, that means you carry 100 pounds on your shoulders. Mm-hmm. So you take your weight and you add 100. Do you get it? Okay. Let's say that I only work half time, but you help subsidize me. So that means you carry half of my ass. <laughs> you get it? <laughs> so you'll you'll carry 50 pounds. I've been doing readings for 37 years. I've seen people like you. I know they're kind. 
they love people, they want them to be happy, and they go, no, no, you know, retire or stop working or don't work as hard, I'll help support you. And then what happens? They gain weight. Because third center is self-esteem responsibility. Somehow, you work harder so that the other people will be happier. Mm-hmm. Do you get it? Yes. So he's in his 50s. What kind of person retires in their 50s? And please don't tell me he has health problems because you don't want to hear about mine. People hear about that enough. Mm-hmm. What kind of person retires in his 50s? Yes. Well, I don't know. I mean, the one that that has their own money for for living and, and it's enough for, for, for live. I mean, he's, uh, he has the money he needs. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Do you live together? You live together. Yes. How long have you been married? Uh, like uh, we are, we have been married seven years. Okay. And how long have you been gaining weight? Maybe like the last two years, more. Or less. And how long has he not worked? Since since I uh, the seven years that that I have been living with him. Before that, he worked. Yes, yes. He, he, he Why did he once you got involved with him stop working? Well, because he he just quit with with his clients. I mean, he he don't he don't have more clients anymore. So that's why he. And what does he do he, for a living? Well, he he do art. I mean, for like a hobby. He he's a sculptor and and he he do art for a living. And so he, he ran uh, out of he he didn't have any more clients. No. So and that's coincided with you getting together with him. So as soon as you yes. got together with him and married him, he stopped mm-hmm. working. I'm okay. just telling you. Yeah. I look at. I look at your head. Mm-hmm. I see a pressure in your head area. It feels like you have problems with your body's small vessels maintaining stable pressure. Mm-hmm. Okay. I wonder if people in your family have problems with pressure behind their eyes, behind the lens in their eyes. You have to be careful of that. I look at your neck. I look at your thyroid. I see an increased susceptibility of making antibodies against your thyroid gland, antibodies, but that won't be the primary problem because if you corrected it and took supplement, you wouldn't measurably lose weight. That's the ridiculous thing about that. I look at your left lung, right lung, left breast, right breast. Mm -hmm. You have to be very careful. I would be very concerned about you taking bioidentical estrogen and progesterone. Excess body fat can disproportionately increase your chance toward having hormonally sensitive densities in your left chest wall. I wonder if women in your family, that's happened. Wine, alcohol can make that happen. 
eating too late with you can make that happen. Okay. I look at your esophagus, stomach, liver, gallbladder, colon, and rectal areas. I see increased susceptibility of having pockets in your bowel, especially in the lower colon. Okay. I see a change in bowel movement habits. I see eating later and drinking something that has too many carbs in it. Can you please tell me your health concerns, Rosio? Well, I don't have any kind of, of of concerns about my health right now. I mean, I don't have any pain or any any issue. But you gain weight. How much weight have you gained? Well, not too much. Maybe like um, ten pounds, more or less. Um, what is your mother's health like? My mother? Yes. Well, right now she's she's healthy. Uh, my mother is healthy. My father, he's not. He's he's having uh, cancer right now. Okay. His, uh-huh. I want you to consider the stress of one person in a relationship working and the other one not. And though they have their own source of money, when someone gets married... They get married in a bank, a bed, in a justice of the peace or church. I'm going to repeat that. Bank, a bed, and a justice of the peace in church. And so that second center, marriage, relationship, and money. And third center, self-confidence, self-esteem, which is our our, our reading today, our our radio show. Mm Self-confidence, self-esteem, and work. A lot of times when somebody, one person works and the other one doesn't, it creates some kind of dynamic underneath the surface. It's uncomfortable. It doesn't feel right. And then if you keep money separate or what you said, one person has their money and the other doesn't, it's uncomfortable. It makes it. When you get married, you say, well, what's mine is mine and yours is yours. And it's more difficult to do that if one person works and the other doesn't. So you need to really talk to somebody because you're more likely to actually put on weight as you get closer to the change. It doesn't sound like you're going to stop working soon. And since you keep your money separate, it complicates it because you're a psychologist. Have you been married before? Yes. Yes, I I have been married once, then I get divorced, and then I married my actual husband. You married your this this husband? Yes. What did your ex-husband do for a living? Well, he, uh, as, uh, he used to be an administrator, and he, he works at a university in an administration role. Who made more money when you were married to him, you or him? Me. I. I. Do you think that's a pattern? 
That's a rhetorical question. I want to welcome. I want to thank you for welcoming me into your day. You've been listening to Healthy Living Intuitively. I'm Dr. Mona Lisa. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. We talk to the animals and we know you can too. On the Animal Communication Podcast hosted by the three of us, myself, Julie Heert, Aaron Debbie Smith, and Meredith Tolleson. We will show you how to deepen your relationship with your beloved animal companions, whether they're alive or in spirit. As soul-level animal communicators, we explain the process and explore topics such as health, behavior, and play, all from the animal's perspective. So subscribe and follow us on Apple, Spotify, and listen as part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network.